Hi, my name is Heath Neville and you are listening to Teach Better Together, a podcast about leadership, education and collaboration. Join us as we talk to leaders in the world of education as they share some of their insights to help you teach better together. (laughs) Let's do this. All right, Mick, welcome to episode five. Last episode we talked to, we were lucky enough to talk to Dan Hasler and we talked about well-being, growth mindset. And if you missed that one, please go back, check it out because it's definitely worthwhile, don't you think, Mick? Look, it was it was one of the most valuable uh, interviews we've done, Heath, to this point. I didn't really know what to expect with Dan um, other than uh, the, the, the nice words and uh, that you'd said about him, but it, it turned out to be a fantastic episode and we really got into the groove of, of what he does and why he does it and, and how it relates to teaching and, and how we can teach better together. And, and that is simply what we're all about. I just wanted to remind some of the listeners too, as we start this episode off, why we are doing what we're doing, Mick, because we've had a few questions so far and, and a lot of people have said to me, what are you guys doing? Why are you guys doing a podcast? Uh, why are you taking the time to do it? And, and I certainly just got to say back to him because I'm just passionate about education. Uh, I love what I do. I love my teaching and I want to get better. And, and the only way I know how to get better is just to talk to people about it. Um, how have you found it? Look, Heath, we've got, we've got to realise as, as people that, we, we, that there's change and you've got to be adaptable mm. to that change. That's that um, and in education, things change very quickly and we need to, we need to know how our ch- children are learning and, and and what they what they engage with, and look, social media and podcasting being one of those things is the way uh, people are accessing information and entertainment and all sorts of uh, um, media. So why not get on board and, and open up an avenue for education and how we can do it better? I can't say it better. Get on board, open up an avenue. It's just about connection, connection, connection. Collaboration is the key. We've said it from the very start. That's why we're doing it. It's relationship, relationship, relationship. Um, and that's what we're trying to create with a network of, of teachers and educators around, around Australia. If why, why not? We'll see how it goes. We thought Perfect. this wasn't going to leave Griffith, but uh, oh. here we are. Now we're, we're going look, a bigger. Look, bigger at the end of the day, there's a very selfish agenda that we, we you and I get to talk to some pretty amazing people and, and learn some pretty amazing things ourselves. So um, it's a double-edged sword in our case. And a full disclosure, once again, you're a principal in, in a small town of Griffith. Uh, I'm seeing now here in Albury. Uh, just a, a house coordinator. Um, we're nothing special, Mick. Uh, we're just two blokes, as I said, trying to learn a bit more about education. And hopefully, in the, in, while we're doing that, you guys can join along and uh, and find out a bit more about yourselves. That's it, mate. Have passion in what you do, and if you see either of us, you'll you'll usually see our sleeves rolled up, mate, and having a go. So that's the key. Um, that's well, enough we enough about us, Mick. We could we could talk about it all day, especially you. Um, but let's talk about <laughs> someone more important. Let's go to the Dr. Stephen Brown. Now, you may have heard, if you've listened to our podcast before, the doctor comes on every episode at the end of our um, interview and just breaks down, reflects upon with his wise knowledge, uh, what we've talked about. And today we thought, well, we just finished our program, the Pathways of Leadership, and that's how this all started. We thought, why not make the doctor uh, a special guest? And, and basically, we can ask him a bit about his background, why he does what he does, and why we think he's so important, and probably share that with everyone else. Absolutely. He thinks it's a great idea to flip the script today and, and have Steve as our special guest. And uh, 
I tell you what, we've uh, got some pretty fantastic conversations to follow Steve's uh, interview uh, with all the wonderful people that we've been engaging with in the Pathways to Leadership for the past two years. Yeah, this is this is a cracker, Mick. Uh, they, there's, we have over a dozen teachers talking about their Pathways to Leadership experience. As I said, we did it as well. Um, I can't speak wholly enough of it. Uh, but it's just it's relevant to everyone because we said in our last episode there's bits in there just purely about leadership journeys and where people have started, where people are still going, and you'll you realise that no matter who you are, where you are, uh, it's all a journey and it's always it doesn't stop. Do you, don't you think? No, it doesn't stop, mate. And look, we've not just teachers, Heath. We 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 had system leaders, we had uh, yeah. people working within the office, we had people in all sorts of level of education. Um, that we're able to speak to on that day. And doesn't it come back to, mate, the fact that relationships are the key to everything? No, we've said it a thousand times. I don't think we would have been able to walk into that room two years ago and do what we did and have those candid conversations with all of those people. And they probably would have uh, been reluctant to share with us. Uh, so I tell you what, if we've learned anything from um, Stephen's uh, body of work is, is that relationships and the people work are the most important things we will do in education and wider probably. And you'll see, as we spoke before, it's just country teachers as well. Most majority of country teachers, when you say, just want to be better. Yeah, uh, yeah and that's the soul the, of the earth people. The soul of the earth people, the country folk. Right, let's get, let's go and talk to Stephen, the Dr. Stephen Brown. Uh, let's not wait any longer. Um, in our little intro to Stephen, uh, let's go. All right, today on Teach Better Together, we have the Dr. Stephen Brown. Now, normally he's with us uh, breaking the conversations down, isn't he, Mick? But today... We're actually going to turn the script and, and talk about who is the doctor, uh, what's he been doing, and, and why is he so important to us and to you if you're listening, and and what he's going to teach us. So, the kicks off, Mick. Uh, well, first of all, welcome, Steve. How are you? Uh, good, Heath, and hi, Michael. G'day, Steve. And and look, Steve, as as Heath's already alluded to, you are our special guest this week, and the reason being, this is a very special episode for for Heath and I and yourself, Steve, yeah. that we've. We've, um, we've, we've completed the Pathways to Leadership program, an amazing program that you've uh, implemented into the Wagga Wagga Diocese and well, Kenya Forbes Diocese. And we are two very uh, lucky recipients of, of that program. And we were lucky enough to interview all of the people that participated in the uh, first of the Pathways to Leadership program, Steve. So like you do in your podcast, The Edge, we want you to tell us your story. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Michael and Heath. Um, I um, grew up in a, a small country town in uh, Queensland and uh, I had a loving family and uh, a strong uh, value of education placed on my mum and my dad for different perspectives. Um, my dad had a, a many uh, wise sayings and he's my hero and uh, along with my mum. Um, he used to say, education is your ticket to ride um, you need to clearly um, engage in education and place a high value on it. So ever since um, I turned up to school and um, a Catholic school, um, really that value stayed with me the rest of my life and it's no accident, I guess, when I talk to leaders, the importance of formation, which is your values and uh, the valuing of education is central to me. The value of uh, education to make a difference is important. Um, and I was an extremely shy child. Um, 
and it took the patience of a, a nun uh, to allow me to feel confident about the person that I was um, and could become and saw something in me that perhaps I didn't see. And then I became uh, more confident um, and through working with others uh, developed and I guess we all have junctures in our life and I had a, a juncture where um, it meant going to Duntran Military College or uh, ABC Sports Journalism, following my cricket career um, or becoming a teacher, an educator. And um, I'm an educator by choice and uh, spent the last 40 years pursuing uh, my love and my passion, which is um, doing work on behalf of our children and um, ensuring we have the best leaders in our schools and doing the work that needs to be done on the most precious resource. And that comes back to my five-year-old self every time I think about that shy boy going to that Catholic school and see the difference that somebody else made, a teacher in my life. And I'm sure like you two are amazing leaders who are making a difference in so many other kids' lives. So that gives me oxygen and purpose. So that's a little bit about me. And uh, Steve, um, I have to say your body of work and um, your achievements even before the Pathways to Leadership program are significant, but every time Heath and I see you, it never feels like you're doing your job. It just feels so natural to you and that, mm. that and that's why I think you give so much of your time to people after hours while you're authentic with what you do and say. Is, is that right? Do we, do we perceive that correctly? Um, yeah, I, I think uh, when I know that being authentic and being real is uh, important. I mean, Jim Collins talks about humility and focus and the passion. And um, I always appreciate and come from a humble position, um, but also being extremely focused uh, on what I do and the contribution that I can make to others. And um, I talk, as I've spoken to Pathways uh, participants, um, you two and others, it's about the selfish intent and generous intent. The selfish intent should be you should be the best professional you can be and never stop learning. But also you need to have generosity of intent, which is how are you going to use that knowledge a capability to make things better, different uh, for others. And uh, that's where I think um, I find my joy is to see two wonderful leaders like each of you uh, and the Pathways Group just make quite considerable um, change based on the extremely talented base that uh, each one of you have. So... Uh, it's not a job for me. Uh, it's um, a passion. It's my life and uh, something I like to do. I can't speak for the Australian cricket team, but I'm glad you made the choice to become an educator, uh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, probably it's the best uh, pragmatic step of uh, the time when I was going through uh, less than uh, glory days on the cricket field. So. You're you're a very humble man and I can see Mick wants to ask you more questions, but uh, yeah, now on that note, Mick, we're going to press on now because 
Uh, we're going to show the listeners some of the interviews from our Pathways Leadership and, and have the people talking. And, and I think hopefully you'll hear when they speak and they tell their stories, that connection that they have with each other. These are strangers sitting next to each other talking to us, which were strangers not only two years ago before we did this program. Um, and I think now that we've touched on that, that connection, because this program, it was, this, this podcast is all about collaboration connection. Once you make that connection, uh, they're not going anywhere. Those leaders aren't going anywhere. And that's what I think we need to change that vocabulary of. We don't need to train leaders and, and do and ed- We just got to connect with each other Con- and then connect them with their leadership abilities. And once those connections are made, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> and that's what we. Absolutely, Heath. And yeah. you know what? To, what's to, to, to Steve's point before, you should be able to tell how natural these conversations yeah, are that exactly we have right. with these people. It's given us the ability to have the yard, to have the conversations, to listen we were, to one another. And we were proud to facilitate it and, and hopefully you, you enjoy the listening and get some of it out of it. And we won't be breaking down this week. We're going to leave it, leave it at that, to let you guys listen, let you take it out what you want. And uh, it's a great example of what a fine program it was, the Pathways of Leadership. Uh, big thank you to you, Steve. Uh, there's a lot in there. And as, as always, We'll have you on the next podcast and the one after that until you become extremely famous with your own podcast. <laughs> then, we, then we'll have to start paying you. Uh, until that time, we're glad to have you on there. It's, it's good to see you all again, boys, uh, and thanks very much. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Heath. Thank you, Michael. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. The Dr. Stephen Brown is a, <clears throat> a brilliant man to, to listen to, and, and we're really appreciative of him being on the show and being able to just pick his mind like that. He's an absolute genius. Um, we're going to move quickly into now talking to our candidates. Who are we talking to now, Mick? Well, I tell you what, Steve, of all people, will be really anticipating this section of the of the episode because we're talking to his people. We're talking to the people that participated in the Pathways mm. to Leadership program, the uh, first of the programs that have been launched and now that's uh, moved into uh, Canberra-Goldman Diocese. There's a second intake of participants now in the Wagga, uh, Wilcannia Forbes Um Diocese and program has springed up everywhere, hasn't it? It really has, and and you know what? When you listen to the people you're we're about to uh, speak to, you'll know exactly why. And I think if you if you are out there listening and you are a leader in your school, uh, there's definitely something here you need to grab onto. The, if you haven't got a program like this in your in your system, you need it. Uh, the proof is the proof is in the pudding. But the personal growth, if we could show you that, it's just unbelievable. You have to get a program like this. Now we move to talk to the people that were part of that. Okay, let's have a, let's check it out. Well, our first guest for today would like to give a, give a very warm welcome to Kayleen Gleeson, Anita Stibbard and Laura Seagrave. These three are educational leaders work in the Diocese of uh, Wagga Wagga for, uh, for Catholic Education. And we've had the, the privilege of working with them over the last two years during the Pathways to Leadership program. We'd just like to begin by asking you a very simple question about your journey so far. So tell us, ladies, about your Pathways to Leadership journey. Okay. Um, So um, from my perspective, the Pathways to Leadership journey has been very effective. It's supported me in my role and provided me with the confidence to believe in myself and to actually be able to um, do my role as a principal much more effectively than I would have without it. 
And it's added an element, I think, from my perspective of self-reflection um, to ensure that your leadership is actually centred around your core morals and values while also promoting the development of those around you too to really have an impact on the community that you're working within too. So it's not just about my own development, but it's been about ensuring that I'm focused on the development of those around me as well. So Pathways um, has given me many opportunities. Um, I've started in leadership, but I've changed what I do in leadership three times during this journey, um, lots of opportunities. And I think it's it's just the collaboration to question your own leadership and, and continually improve it. Ladies, you've, you all hold significant um, positions of leadership in our diocese. What impact has it had on your educational leadership? It certainly broadened my scope of understanding, um, looking at research, looking at educa other educational leaders, uh, developing the idea of a syndicate and working closely with people within the diocese that you can pull ideas from or float ideas with. Um, it certainly made um, my experience as an assistant principal in a large school um, far more collaborative I've got a co-assistant principal as well and we work closely together but being able to look at what other schools are doing and what's working well has really been able to broaden that journey for me. Anita, you're also in a co-leadership um, position as well. How has it impacted your leadership within your school's context? I think I've shared a lot of the information that I've gathered. I've shared a lot of the skills. So um, we've had to have quite a number of difficult conversations and to work with members of our staff. And I think the things that I've learnt from Pathways have actually heightened my skills in being able to um, work with my co-principal in dealing with some tricky situations. It's been about actually looking at the processes that we go through and tightening those, so making sure that you know we're respecting the people that we're working with and having those difficult conversations, but also around gathering data and looking at you know the the steps that we need to go through in order to um, inform our next steps in a performance type process. So it's been really valuable. I think it's also helped me with my ability to lead learning within the school. So even as a principal, you know, it's really important that you're the lead learner and that you're doing what you ask the teachers within your school to be doing. And that's really resonated with me through this program and has actually um, really strengthened my knowledge and my skills around that leading of learning. Kayleen, Stephen said often that the people works the hardest work that we'll do in our role, but also the most important. Anita's just touched on that and has given her some really great skills to do. The people work really well. Has it, the Pathways journey helped you really identify the most important things you need to do as a leader? Absolutely. So um, it's about thinking strategic, but also um, honouring a wide range of relationships and knowing what's important and what's not, moving away from just managing people to having that relationship and having a shared vision with them. Okay, ladies, the last question for us all is, 
What is one memorable moment from the program or experience that you can share with everyone? Uh, so make sure it's nice and clean. Uh, one memorable moment from the program that you'd like to share with others? I think when I think back, um, one of the most memorable moments was actually when we all identified our personality traits mm. and actually linked those to different birds. And it was really interesting going through that process. And I can still remember some people and what birds they were and whether they were standing out by themselves or in a group. So it's actually, um, that was something that really stood out and it's something that I've gone back to numerous times over the last couple of years, just looking at, you know, when you're in relationships on your leadership team, you know, what kind of bird are they? Do, do we mesh well? Or, you know, is this the reason why there's a bit of conflict? So that's something that really um, has resonated with me. It was such a memorable experience, but it not only told us a little bit about each other, it required us to have a lot of trust with one another, Mm. and it formed a lot of really strong relationships from that single activity. Would you agree with that, Laura? Yeah, definitely. I still remember that you were the only eagle. I thought he was a pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) called me a binge this morning. (laughs) Got a eagle-dropping match. Memorable moment? Yep, definitely. Um, Well, I mean, Heath, you know I'm a drawer, I'm an avid fan, I'm a very creative soul, so... <laughs> For me, um, we did a session on basically looking at different ways to express ourselves so that we can kind of cater for varying audiences. Yep. And um, we were learning how to do different types of drawings and asking people how to do that. And I have to say, I wasn't too keen to start with because I'm not one that likes to do those kinds of things. But you'd be very proud that in my ancient history class, because I do teach as well as, um, as being a leader, I showed them the economic activity of Sparta through drawing some amazing drawings on the board, so much so that the kids copied my drawings and then gave me them in a frame the next day to put in my office because they were so stoked and I think it was probably one of my most memorable teaching moments that were all inspired from what I had learnt to push my own boundaries in the context of this program, which is something I would never have done before if I hadn't have been involved. Leader slash teacher, now artist. artist. Uh, artist. Add that to the list. It's on my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) (laughs) And last but definitely not least, memorable moment. Did enjoy the blindfold jigsaw puzzle in the team. I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) That was was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, Overall, though, it's hard to pick one moment because just the exposure to professional people, like I couldn't pick one. I got something from all of them. But also our team, it's forget who's right next to you that has that expertise that I can tap their shoulder. Um, So just the quality, you know, at a local level, but Australian-wide that we were exposed to and beyond Australia. I couldn't agree more with you, Kayleen. That's a wonderful point to finish with. Thank you very much, ladies, uh, and enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, that, was, that was awesome. Uh, once again, we, we say that after every time we finish one of those little recordings, we say that's awesome, that's brilliant, but it always is, Mick. I can't, I've got to be honest. Oh, we, we, we sit here and we just smile the whole way through it and we pinch we ourselves and go, how lucky are we to be doing this and speaking to these people and to, to have got to know so many of these wonderful people within our system and wider. So what a pleasure, Heath. I love doing it. Um, and I tell you what, all of these people, you can hear from what they've had to say is that uh, – they're better together because of what they've been doing for the last definitely, few years. Definitely. You learn, or we learn, from every single one of them, don't we? The, just in the way they speak. Everything they say, you just go, wow. Um, so it was a privilege to work alongside them. We do teach better together. On that note, Mick, please, 
Let's take it out. Um, let's finish this episode up, buddy. Well, Heath, as you've said, that's it for today's episode of Teach Better Together. We'd like to thank you all for listening from us to you. We'd like to thank our guests today, Dr. Stephen Brown, all of the participants in the Pathways to Leadership program. And as usual, don't forget to check out our Facebook page and leave us a comment and feedback. It's another way for us to collaborate and be better. So remember, keep learning, share, care, and look after yourself. You're not alone. We are all leaders, no matter what you teach and how you teach it. We all teach better together. 